we were comparing human forgiveness to Hashem's forgiveness. But let's remember, Hashem's forgiveness, of course, is far greater than human forgiveness, as the Tanya shows now. That is why we say of Hashem and Amidah, Chanun Hamar gracious one who pardons with abundance, stressing abundance. As Ezra says in the book of Nehemiah, God forgives abundantly. Now, Hashem's capacity for forgiveness is greater for us since He forgives abundantly. What exactly is abundant forgiveness? Human nature is if one person wrongs another and then the offender asks for forgiveness and the victim forgives him and then the offender repeats the offense. It's very hard to forgive a second time, certainly a third or fourth time. But Hashem's nature is that there's no difference between forgiving a first-time offender to someone who has offended a thousand times because his forgiveness comes from his rachamim, from his divine attribute of compassion. And Hashem's compassion is not finite and limited, but rather limitless. Like we say, his compassion never ends. We say this in Echa in the prayer that we say on Tisha B'Av night. And compared to infinity, there is no difference at all between a small or large number, one or ten. Ten is not closer to infinity than one. And therefore, if Hashem is infinite, it makes no difference how many times you ask forgiveness. It's all the same. This explains Hashem's quality of abundant forgiveness. Hashem will forgive us for a sin, even if we are repeat offenders a thousand times, because of infinite capacity. Now the Tanya says a further illustration of Hashem's willingness to forgive and repeatedly and abundantly. Therefore, He removes our sins. This is what the Tanya says. He removes our sins every single year on Yom Kippur. Which is why a sinner may confess the same sins annually in Al-Khait confession text. Even though we regress and we repeat offenses over and over, we make the same confession again on the next Yom Kippur and perpetually for our entire life. As a further illustration of Hashem's forgiveness for repeat offenses, the Tanya offers us an example of Yom Kippur. Even though we committed many of the sins that we atoned for last year, Hashem forgives us again and again and again, year after year. And this cycle occurs not only every year, but three times a day. We say, Chanun Hamar multiple times a day, multiple years, as long as we do tshuva. And finally, as the sages tell us, that the order of the daily prayers were introduced corresponding to the sacrifices. And we know that the morning tamid sacrifice would atone for the sins of the night, and the afternoon tamid sacrifice would atone for the sins of the day. And so to each day perpetually, shachris and mincha, the order of daily sacrifice was likewise based on the need for continual atonement for sins. If there's atonement every day, why do we need a special day for atonement? Ah... Good question. Why do we need a Yom Kippur? It's only that on Yom Kippur we atone for serious transgressions, whereas the daily sacrifice would atone only for the neglect of positive commandments, as we spoke about in chapter 1. And this is the role of prayer nowadays accompanied by tshuva. Just as a sacrifice would bring atonement in temple if it was accompanied by tshuva, same is true for our daily prayers for atonement. They are always effective as long as they are accompanied by tshuva. Now, we have learned that if a person says, I will sin now, we've learned this in the Talmud. If someone says, I will sin now and I will repent later, they're not given the opportunity to do tshuva. So how can Tanya say that's acceptable to atone for multiple offenses on the same sin year after year? 
So he says, this is not under the category of what the Talmud prohibits of sinning with the intention, oh, I'll do tshuva and then I'll sin again. Or I'll, I'll sin and then do tshuva and then I'll sin again. For the Talmud is speaking of a case where the person could have overcome his evil inclination at the time of the sin, but instead relied on subsequent tshuva. Therefore, since it is the tshuva that led him to justify his sin, he will not be granted opportunity. It's interesting insight in the Talmud. The prohibition against saying, I will sin now and I'll repent later, refers to a specific case where the person sins on the basis he'll be able to atone later. However, saying al-chet every year on the Day of Atonement and forgive us three times a day does not fall into the category. Since we're not saying, I will sin now and I'll repent later in the time of sinning, this is, we're not sinning while we're davening Amidah. And the second, time, the second part of the Talmudic statement that says he will not be granted opportunity to repent if he says, I will sin and then repent and I'll repent and then sin. Even if a person sins on the basis that he'll be able to atone later, and the Talmud says that tshuva won't come easy to him, it doesn't say that it's, not impo- it's, that it's impossible, it just says that it's hard. But if he squeezes and strengthens himself, overcoming his evil inclination, he can do tshuva. And Hashem accepts it. And Tanya says another argument why asking forgiveness three times a day does not fall under the category, I'll sin now, I'll repent later. Because when we say, Hashem, forgive us, we first request in the text of Amidah, return us in complete tshuva before you, hashivenu. We say the blessing of hashivenu, meaning that we commit not to return to the same foolishness and sin again. Likewise, on the Day of Atonement, we say, May it be your will that I will not sin again. So above we argue that saying, Pardon us for we've sinned three times a day does not create a cycle of I'll sin now and then repent because the confession did not occur at the time of sin. The Tanya was willing to admit that there is a cycle of sinning following repentance, but the cycle is not prohibited because it was not carried out in reliance about the inheritance, uh, uh, repentance. Here, Tanya presents a further argument that the cycle itself is not something real. The fact that we ask Hashem return us to complete shuva before you means that our true intent is never to sin again. We would not return to the same foolishness. And since this is the case, Hashem grants us all the opportunities to repent and repent again. As the sages tell us, when one comes to purify themselves, heaven assists them. That means that you got to show up. And if you show up, the forgiveness is immediate, the moment you ask for it.